Whole squad posting looking like we on leave it. I'll drip first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 107 of Survival of the Fitted. Chilling here with your boy Joe Williams and the very boring and dull Ian Pierno, but it's all good because <laughs> we have a very special guest in the building. Would you like to take the floor and introduce yourself? What's up, good people? Uh, my name is Brown Andrews. Um, yeah, man, happy to be here. Love the sport. And uh, yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, if he's not going to give himself his flowers, I'll give it to him real quick. If you guys don't know who Brown is, which low key, like Brown before, like probably like 30 minutes before we hopped on this, I was like, I know Brown, but like, I'm just going to like Google Brown real quick and like, you know, see what's already out there. There's not a whole lot, which is crazy because you're running shit right now. So for those that don't know, um, Brown styles, Devin Booker and D'Angelo Russell, um, currently in the NBA, which were like one A and one B for like the league mm-hmm. fits MVP picks last year. Um, so it's safe to say that you're, you're running shit. Um, and so, yeah, you style both of those guys and they were arguably the two best dressed guys in the league last year and they dress nothing alike. So what's, uh, what's the, what's, what's the secret sauce? What are you doing differently than the rest of these stylists with multiple clients? You know what, man, it really, it really comes down to human beings, right? For sure. You know, um, two, those are two very different dudes, you know, very close in relationship, but two very different, different cats all around. And I think that, you know, in regards to what I do, I'm, a, I'm all about, you know, relationships and, uh, and having a real connection with uh, uh, another person. And when you know who that person is, you know how to support them in becoming their best version. So um, with both cats, you know, they both got different sauces and flavors that they bring into the to the gumbo, if you will. You know, so that's Mm -hmm. my I guess my answer, so to speak. So how how do those guys differ in regards of like to their approach to fashion? Because they're both like highly touted in the world of league fits. Yeah. What are the ingredients in their respective gumbos? Okay. Okay. so. uh, you know, first and foremost, in terms of defer, you know, I always say that every uh, business relationship or if I'm styling or doing image and helping someone, you know, with the branding and what have you, it's all about, you know, the collaboration. You know, mm-hmm. um, I can't go into any form of a business relationship or styling arrangement without like really being able to tap in with the, the person. And then when I am able to do that, I find out, you know, what are the things that make them feel their, their best? What, what are the colors? What are the styles? And and then ultimately, I also would like to choose, uh, you know, gents that like an actor chooses a movie, you know, uh, a movie role. I, I like to choose guys that, you know, um, have something about them. You know, they're, they're not necessarily trying to be like uh, this guy or that guy. You know, we can be inspired, certainly by, you know, people who have come before us, you know, I'm inspired all the time by life, you know, but um, I like individuals and both of those two gents that we're speaking of specifically are, are very much so themselves, um, which mm-hmm. is kind of what inspires me, you know, on it, you know, you've been working with them for years now. And if someone didn't have that, that funkiness, that little, you know, je ne sais quoi about them, then mm-hmm. it would get, you know, stale. And so, um, you know, book is kind of the old school cat, you know, old soul. 
you know, uh, comes from a, a family that has nurtured and loved him so well. And, uh, and, 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 you know, when we connected, we just, you know, we were able to dive in just on the strength that, you know, we, there were so many different conversations and, and human like, you know, in a, mm-hmm. a human standpoint, we were able to lock in. And then in terms of building up, you know, um, supporting him and building up the image, you know, that just was easy. Honestly, it was so easy because, you know, for me, I just like to, I, I, it's all about a formula, right? You know, yeah. um, uh, if you, if you notice between both guys, although different, there's a formula there, you know, and the formula starts with who they are, you know, what do they represent uh, and where they're trying to go. And, and then also most importantly, what is the story they want to tell? And so, you know, book again, going back to book, he's a, uh, you know, he, he just, he's a low key cat trying to stay in the cut. Although the light is on him significantly right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, and he's not shying away for it. He's from it. He's embracing it, but he's also just like, yo, I'm chilling. You know, I'm just trying to be the mm-hmm. best basketball player I could be, you know, be the best man I could be. And then if somebody likes the sauce a little bit, you know, um, go, you know, and then vice versa for, uh, for low, you know, in a similar way, you know, I was able to connect with Lowe on, on many different things about our childhood and how we came up and our families as well. And um, although, you know, he being where he's from, me being from L.A., there was there was a lot of synchronicity there. And then mm-hmm. uh, Lowe is a little more alternative and eclectic, you know, but book is the classic, you know, there's classic. Yeah. I always so my my uh, my touch is classic. I'm mm-hmm. all about what is timeless and what is was classic. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, have a moment. I'm trying to have moments. I'm trying to have something that, you know, for anybody that I'm working with, I want the image or the, you know, something to stand the test of time. So, you know, 10 years from now where, you know, the young kids are looking back like, Oh, like, you remember, um, what's uh, our boy from the Knicks, um, Clyde, you know? Oh, Walt Frazier. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, you know, uh, People still look at those styles. There's a lot of, you know, uh, Dr. J, you know, people look at those styles of the past. I want the same for, for Book and, and Lowe, you know, 10 years from now. And so I, me and, me and Lowe get a chance to play a bit, you know, like he, uh, he and I, we, we are that, that, that kind of eclectic alternativeness that, you know, from all-star, his first all-star where he had the moon jacket on with the white socks, oh, yeah. the Nike mm-hmm. white swish or black swish, mm-hmm. like playing around like that. We get to have fun in that way. So, um, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a pleasure to, to, to dive deep and, and, and also grow with both of them. Yeah. I think it's, it is a cool thing that a, you guys have worked together so long because you know, a lot of these guys, they work with a stylist and they have no stylist or they're switching stylists. And it's hard to like, really like see progress that way. Um, one thing that stood out to me though, when you were speaking is you were talking about how, you know, like Walt Frazier, like we look at his picks now, shit, like 30 years later and he still looks amazing. 40 years later, yeah. I don't even know. You know, I, I love when I used to see him in New York, man. And you know, he don't miss a day. Yeah. Right? And that's still, that's, still, he still, still does it. He's still yeah. stepping yeah. in his own way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's what it really comes down to, man. It's like, we don't, you know, we could be in our sweatsuit and our t-shirts and do all the things that we do, but if we have our own point of view and and we have our own vibe, you know, you always gonna look like you. And mm-hmm, I think yeah. that, you know, like the same for you know, for Walt, it's just like 
it's just like for Walt, it's dope because he, um, you know, he, he's he's always himself at all times. Yeah. I dig that, you know. I dig that too. It made me think though, I was talking to Joe, uh, talking to him a little bit about you before we hopped on. I was like, yeah, um, Brown's like first guy that I ever saw you saw was Tyson Chandler. And, you know, we've had like some OGs on the pod. And it, part of the funny thing is looking at these OGs that dresses, looking at their fit pics from like 2010. And, you know, it, it, it yeah. d- didn't maybe age the same. It was probably cool mm-hmm. back then, but you know, it yeah. doesn't age the same. Yeah. And so, you know, just for fun, I was looking back through some of Tyson's old fit pics and uh, I was like, damn, this shit aged still, really well. Still hard. Still like, hard. this shit is still hard. You know, I, and I, you know what? I take that credit when you say For that. Sure. It's like, you know, the, the, the reality is, is that, again, I, you know, you, you reiterated this before I even verbalized, you know, um, how I feel about what you, you know, that subject matter. It's just like, that's what it's all about, bro, is really, you know, standing the test of time. So I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, because of course, you're going to be you forever. Because, you know, there's trends. This is what fashion is, right? It's trends in and out. But like the person you are is always the same. So if you're dressing like you, it should still look cool when you look back at the pictures 15 years from now, if you were really dressing like yourself, no? 100%. 100%. Yeah. And that's something that me and Ian talked about episodes ago is the whole trends and whatnot. I'll send this question to you. Do you consciously make an effort to stay away from trends in order to like kind of survive the test of time? Um, you know what? You know, when you're in the business of fashion, you got to be aware of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it's not necessarily about staying away from, it's more so being aware, embracing it and rec- recognizing per each person what you can take from the trend. But I mean, in a nutshell, yeah, you know, I'm not really trying to be a part of that story. Uh, and I know that the guys that I'm, that I spend time with, they're such individuals. They're not trying to look like the next cat and no offense to that person either. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, because ultimately if somebody's trying, they trying, mm-hmm. that's dope. You know, you could just be like, yeah. you know, boo-boo the fool, but like, it's like they, they're trying. And um, so, you know, when I look at, you know, Vogue, Vogue Runway and I'm checking out, you know, the latest uh, collections, you know, or, you know, I'm, I'm meeting with said designer or I'm looking at their line sheets. I'm not looking for the thing that has the logo or, you know, the, the shiny object because I'm like, OK, uh, you know, uh, Leroy over here might be rolling with that one, you know, and and like that's cool. That's a beautiful piece. But, you know, uh, you know, that. That that moment may not be here again, 10 years. And 10 years, when I say 10 years, that, that means something to me. You know, mm-hmm. I really, I think, you know, standing that test of time, that logo may not be hot later. But if you got that really beautiful silhouette with the color palette that works really fantastic for said individual, you know, you can be styling and pro- profiling for a very long time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I feel you. Styling, profiling. That's a, that's a Clyde Frazier quote right there. Um. How has the, you've been doing this for a little bit. How has like the internet changed styling? Have like pages like League Fits or, you know, any other fashion internet page, have they ever come into thought when styling or in a conversation when planning outfits? Like, has that played a role and changed things at all, you think? Um, I'd say in a general sense, it has for, for you know, uh, the, the, the business, not, mm-hmm. not necessarily for me, but for, for the business. I think that 
you know, if you have a brand or if you have something to say and you want a lot of people to find out about it, you know, the internet and, and social media has, has been incredible. Um, for these athletes, I think that, you know, you know, you and I started our, our, our relationship early on, Ian. And when yeah. you first got started and I tried to support you because I saw your vision, I saw what you, you know, were, uh, were up to. And, you know, um, it spawned into something that's really been fantastic for both, you know, past athletes and current where, you know, it gives it gives the public, the audience, the 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 um, fans an opportunity to get a little bit of an insight, you know, fly on the wall on who who this person you admire uh, that you see on the court or on the stage or wherever you get an opportunity to kind of see a little bit about them. So I think that it's been helpful for the businesses that they that these athletes are a part of. I think it's been helpful helpful for their brands, um, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, getting some more visibility on, you know, who they are when they're not in uniform, so to speak. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I honestly, I, I just I think that athletes should big up you guys. You know, I, I see that they do. I see that, you know, I see I noticed in the growth and I see that people look for that now. You know, look for the league fits post or you know what have you. Um, mm -hmm. um, and you guys pioneered that too. You know, a lot of people, people prior to had done different things to highlight, you know, street style and um, you know, you know, just personal style and what have you on different things. But you guys really took it to the niche, which was the athlete, you know, and specifically the ball player. And you know. Um, Hey, like the song said, I walk like a ball player. You know who you are, player. You know, Jay is either the rapper or the ball player. We all know that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where people get their style and, uh, you know, some of the, they, they, their inspirations from. I love that. I think the reason I asked that question too is I, I think aesthetics is like such like a shitty like buzzword. It's like, oh, you've opened the internet once you, and the word you take away is aesthetics. But you, the, your fits are always so good that you style these guys in, but it always seems like the general photos around them are too. Like somehow like Devin Booker's outfit is like matching like the hotel <laughs> that he's walking out of. Like, is, is this on purpose? Is this just like coincidence? Like how, how does it always work that not only is the outfit good, but like just the general vibe around it is also on point. You know what, man? Um, it's so funny. So you know, we live, uh, you know, every state has its own um, temperature, right? You know, it, yeah. and so, you know, I think that just like us, when we wake up, you know, especially when I was a new New Yorker for almost 10 years, the first thing you got to do is check your weather app, you know? 100%. And so for me and also for the guys, you know, we just, we, we recognize what city we're going to be in, you know? And, and what does that call for? You know what I mean? Like, ultimately, um, it's never really about trying to look a certain kind of way. It's about trying to be us and make sure that we're always on point. You know, mm -hmm. you know, money don't sleep. Right. So it's like, yeah. yo, you know, we uh, at, at every at every moment, you know, let's be the best version. So if we're in New York, of course, you know, with, with our, our good friend, uh, the hat, you know, um, he's going to catch a moment and. You know, um, you know, you also not even because of him, but but more specifically because it's New York, you know, it's the that's yeah. the mecca, that's the fashion capital. So 
I think every environment calls for, you know, if you're in Miami, you might have like cream or some colors on, you know, you might put on a pair of shorts, what have you. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. a lot of times uh, the the environment, the, 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 the state, the location is what calls for the palette, so to speak. So it's absolutely on purpose. I mean, not for the, it, it's on purpose by way of, you know, the environment, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe. <laughs> that's fire. I don't know if I can give a complete, like, concise answer on that one. That's that's a little tricky because you know you got to leave room for spontaneity. You know, of course, of course. No, I think that's dope. No, yeah, I feel like the moments line up though, like naturally though, because even if it's so conscious, I still feel like Devin Booker lives his life like always in the season of autumn, regardless of how hot it is outside. <laughs> I feel like it's so. If you were to look at him, you'd be like, oh, it's one hundred percent October. Like, like it's just know, what it you, is. You you also you share a very similar uh, color palette, so to speak, right? So yeah. you your light tone on your skin, you know what tones work for you. You know, you know. Now you being uh, more on the eclectic side, I see the little you know thing popping down on your face here. You know, is that like a little dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, I got dreadlocks. Hold hey. up, Brown. I'm gonna stop. Side. I'm gonna stop you real quick. I'm gonna stop right. both you real quick. <laughs> Joe didn't want me to bring this up, but a few months ago. We had the privilege of uh, chopping oh, up with, with D Wade on the pod, and like before okay. we were hopping on the pod, Joe had like his Doc Martens on, like you know the swag, My right? Flooded pants, and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And D Wade looks at Joe, and he's like, "Man, he's like, you got a little D swag, D low swag D- to yeah, you." Yeah, that's funny. And I, Joe's never smiled so big in his entire. And I've, I've known Joe for like two years. I've never seen Joe smile so big. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. I, you know, look, they have their own thing, but he had Joe has that eclectic, right? That that For sure, yeah. undertone. You know, he uh, you know, is a little Caribbean un- in there as well. You know, Puerto Rican. Like, Come on now. You know, and uh, so yeah, man. Like I think again, I think uh, we all looked in the mirror and 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 have been able to peep. Like, yo, okay, this. I actually look. I, I feel, I feel, it's not even about how, I feel great right now. And mm-hmm. so we know the colors that work. And I think that um, when you get that, you know, that's a superpower that you, you know, that, that you know, not many people uh, can take away from you. Um, and then when you, when you, when you bridge that with knowing exactly who you are as a man or woman, you know, um, you become unstoppable, I think. Steve, like love that. <laughs> Was that too deep? Was no, that, hell no, nah, that's, hell that's nah, how it was supposed to be. Come on now. Nah. Talk to me. Yeah. Um, so rewinding it back, uh, I think maybe, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think maybe a tipping point where a lot of people like started to recognize, you know, Book and D-Lo as like these fashion superstars. Um, at least when I I first really did was the uh, the slam cover. It was uh, Devin Booker, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl yeah. Anthony Towns. They wore the throwback jerseys, but you know they were wearing outfits. And you styled that whole thing. Um, what was that experience like? Do you have like any stories like from set that you remember from that day? You know what, man? That was a fun day. It was a fun day for a lot of different reasons, man. I uh, I had. I had relationships. I, I don't know how long I had been working with Book and Lowe at that time or if I was like consistently working with either of them. I can't remember because it's been a minute. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, to have the three of us in that environment, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, just 
the banter, seeing the exchange between the three of them, Cat, uh, you know, and them coming up through the through uh, through the draft and and being a part of the CAA family. Um, you know, we had the OG Jess in there who uh, who who basically oversees all the gents' uh, careers, and you know, it was a um, it was a cool time for me because I I've always seen Slam. You know, I always watched looked at the magazine. I was a hooper once, you know, when I was a young buck. And when I, when I got to a certain level in my life, I recognized, I was like, all right, do you want to spend your time being a hooper or do you want to be an artist? And I chose being an artist. And, um, but I always paid attention to ball. Like that's one of my first loves. So, you know, being on set for a slam cover and supporting, you know, um, these three Three, these three uh, young black men who, um, you know, if you go back to my post back then, I, it was a passionate post because, you know, I thought it was a special moment. And I was I was glad that I was able to be a part of it. Um, of course, got a chance to meet you and uh, and just the overall vibe, man. You know, like it was just cool. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and it was definitely something that, you know, I'll, I'll remember, uh, you know, be like one of those things like, yo. Back then, this is what we, this is what your, your grandfather used to do. You know what I mean? That's fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, who, who had the best fit on the cover? Who had the best throwback jersey fit? I mean, it's hard to say. Like. No, 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 no. You're going to pick. You're going to pick. You're going to pick. Well, look, I, I have to say this to you as a disclaimer. Okay. My disclaimer was that I was given very specific uh instructions as to mm-hmm. how it needs to look right so mm-hmm. i didn't really get a chance to put my full thing on it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i really wanted to um and it still came out wonderful i think that when you just bridge you know uh low in a long coat with some shorts you know and and some white socks you know like he it, it was just a different vibe you know what i mean like i thought it was something that i hadn't necessarily seen you know, really for an athlete, I felt like he just put that 3000 on it and nobody, I had never seen that, you know what I mean? Before you talking and, about D-Lo, right? Yeah. 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 That was my favorite too. Yeah. I, thought, I got the I cover thought, pulled up. I'm trying to look at it right now. I thought low, low had, I was able to do something a little bit more saucy for low. Um, but what, you know, I just love the attitude of each of them, you know, they, mm-hmm. each, all three of them embody their vibe, you know, like it, you guys met the audience didn't know this, but you know, um, we stay consistent for for book with with you know wearing dickies and yeah. and, and and the Carhartts of the world you know what I mean like he's a uniform guy through and through so like the fact that I cut up some dickies that day you know um, and we sliced it you know at the right spot so that the proportion gave the necessary amount of sock to mm-hmm. you know and then one of my my homeboys Flavio. Uh, owns this brand called Common Projects. And so we was able to, you know, this is when, you know, at the time, Common Projects was really, you know, I mean, that was the only shoe that most people was wearing at the time if it wasn't Nike. Right. You know I mean? mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of special moments, but I, I w- if we're talking about this, I would be remiss if I didn't speak about a very dear friend of mine. I'm not sure if you guys uh, remember or have researched or seen his growth, but Tyrell Winston, you know, um, uh, is a uh, as an amazing artist, and he was the one who had the the uh, the art installations with the balls, the bath, the basketballs, and what have you. You guys remember that? 
also with the uh the rim and things like that the rim, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um okay. ty it was you know ty's you know was you know grown significantly um and is killing it and so there was a lot of first and a lot of really great moments that i can you know lean back on but i was also really stoked to bring ty in on that to kind of give you know this this editorial publication moment you know a little bit more of a three-dimensional approach and i i uh so it was dope man i i, I appreciate it you guys brought me in on that one yeah that shit was so epic ironically in the spirit of halloween that year, me and my homies dressed up uh, as that cover for Halloween. I had Devin Booker's outfit. I had uh, like an old, it was a, he wore a Charles Barkley jersey, yeah, right? Yeah, I wore a Chuck jersey out the, yeah. in downtown LA that year. That's what's um, up. Yeah. Before we head out though, um, it was funny. Earlier, you, you used basketball and art in the same sentence. And you were like, I played basketball. I chose to be an artist. But I think the two worlds are like so similar. Like if you watch Jamal Crawford play shit, if you watch Devin Booker pull up in the mid-range, like, you can't tell me that's art. Um, so yeah, those worlds are so connected. Um, mm-hmm. You chose art, um, but you chose to focus on basketball. You are the basketball stylist right now. What made you decide that that was going to be your niche? First and foremost, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. Um, I'm impressed and in awe with you know the talent that we get to we get the opportunity to see. Uh, on a day-to-day basis in this league. The league is so special right now. It's been special. It continues to get more special. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the artistry, you know, obviously uh, it's it's just fantastic. Um, for me, you know what, man? I, uh, I, I loved film. You know, I was really in, I'm still to this day, it's one of my, my most favorite art forms is the cinema, man. Going to the, to the movies, um, you know, seeing a story develop. Um, you know, uh, being able to experience the emotions that a film gives us. And so um, I uh, I initially thought that I wanted to really spend a lot more time in that business, um, you know, uh, yeah, and, and that's that's still something that, you know, may may come about. Uh, but mm-hmm. the athletic situation just kind of happened. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. I never went for it. I, I was actually starting away from it for a while because the opportunity had been there. But yeah. It was just something that I was like, ah, I like, what, where's the legs on this? Right. Like, um, uh, like I just couldn't really see that first. And then, you know, after moving to New York and, and then some opportunities started to happen, um, you know, and then after a couple editorials doing some Vogue stuff, some GQ stuff with, with, with athletes, I was like, okay, you know what, this is actually something that I could really build on. Now, don't get me wrong. Even when that happened, I was still resistant. I was still kind of like, <laughs> Because uh, I, I never really threw myself into it for for quite some time, you know, and and then um, you know again, it's all about uh, the human experience. I met, I, I was able to meet some people, you know, where I was like, you know what, I, I dig you, man. I could vibe with you, you know. We could actually mm-hmm. do so. I could help you. I could support you in building something, you know. And that that began to inspire me, and and now where I'm at, you know, some eight years later. Um, it's, it's just kind of like, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I have that same enthusiasm because now I'm, I'm thinking bigger, you know, before, you know, when you first start in this business, it's really about, you know, uh, Hey, I just want, I'm trying to have a cat that looks the dopest, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to, you know, and I used to work with a lot of taller guys. So a lot of people may not know this and some OGs and mm-hmm. some who might, you know, there was a lot of, I used to, 
I had like five factories in New York, man, that I was making custom clothing because I wanted the steeds to be so right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I couldn't at the time, you know, our designers of the world weren't making double X's, 52s, 54, right. 56s, size 14 and above, you know. So I had to do a lot of custom work, you know, shout out to Boswell, uh, George Escobel. You know, um, Balenciaga was one of the first ones, actually, uh, by way of my homeboy, Marcus Paul. Uh, he really started to put that. You know, Marcus used to work with Braun back in the day. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I now, you know, where I'm at is, you know, there is a real business here. And mm-hmm. um, when you support, you know, uh, you know, being that, you know, the Internet is as massive and as big as it is. You know, it's not necessarily about how look, how good you look going down the runway or how good you look going down the tunnel. It's about how you show up every day and yeah. it's about your brand. And so that's what I'm most interested in now, Ian, is really, you know, connecting with somebody, having a human experience, uh, supporting them and building up their image and brand um, through collaboration. You know, like I need to I don't want to be the person that's just you know, being a puppeteer uh, for anybody. I want to be, I want to have a relationship with somebody and, and collaborate and make something special. And then through that, you know, we can, you know, have, bring out our paintbrushes and, and, you know, our fabric swatches. And then, you know, that's where the art comes in. And uh, yeah, man, I, I love what I do. I feel very lucky and I get to still be close to the game, you know, that, that was one of my first loves. So I feel pretty blessed. Shit. People that are great at what they do usually do love it. And so that definitely shines through. Mm-hmm. Can't agree with you more, my dude. Well, shit, man. I appreciate you hopping on and spitting some wisdom at us. Oh, bro. It was a, a pleasure. I thank you for uh, for having me. You know, we go we go back since your early days. And um, shit, the first time we talked, I was at my mom's house. I remember. Before I moved out here or anything. It don't matter where you at, what time of day it is, what season it is. If you if you are doing something special, people will know. And here we are, you know, some years later, and we're having a conversation about, you know, a really special platform that you built for these young fellas. And, uh, you know, they, they got a lot to thank in you and vice versa, you know, because it's an exchange, right? You know, yeah, there's no league fits without dope ass basketball players, exactly. dope ass photographers, cool stylists, you know, it's, it's an exchange. So, you know, we all we're on this ecosystem trying to support each other and ultimately get to wherever's next. And so I uh, I although you say thank you, I say thank you to you for, you know, being a partner, my brother. Shit, yeah, I love this love, episode. Man. So sentimental, man. So many <laughs> flowers. Been given this is dope. This is, this dope. is. <laughs> this is dude. Well, yo, Brown, I'll holler at you. Um, I don't know if you know, I do a little coaching in the Venice Beach League during the summer, so I might need a stylist. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stack up my savings and holler coach. at you. A little yeah, look, like, like no, no, Yeah, no, yeah, in the Venice Beach League. We don't run no plays, no sets, just vibes. Yeah, just we vibes. need styling, though, because like, I'm I'm retired from basketball, bro. I can't, I can't. No, no, style me. I'd be on the sideline. Oh, on the sideline. I might have to holler oh, at man. you. I done seen you. You don't need no stylist, bro. You already out there helping other people. You a, a stylist don't need a stylist. Now, maybe if you go on set one day and you're like, hey, I need some vibes because, you know, a photographer is going to put the light on me. You know, I might be able to give you a little sauce, but you got you got it under control, bro. That's love, man. <laughs> Shit, I appreciate you. I'll let you anyway. Yes, yes. All yes. right. Peace, my boy. Amen. 
Whole squad posting looking like we on defense. I'll drip first team this season. I'ma get it cause I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all little boys made me change my demeanor. Too much drip on the ground, I can't see it. Stepping out and get fly by the